0: Good morning, church family. Good morning. Good morning. I hope you are wearing your flexibility hats this morning. We found out on Friday afternoon that Pastor was not going to be here this morning. Not only is he battling bronchitis, but he has a pretty nasty infection in his shoulder. And on Friday afternoon, when he was emailing us, Sarah was driving him to the hospital to get IV antibiotics. So, um, I guess you could say we're kind of winging it this morning and there's been some changes. First of all, the reason why you had to have two bulletins is because we realized that the second page of the first bulletin didn't have the second part of worship on it. So, you will use this and then you'll go to this and then you'll come back to this and then possibly over to this. So, just be flexible. We're going to be bouncing a little bit this morning. Um, We do have some announcements that I'm going to have Diana share with you.
1: Um, The first one is that Family Fun Night has been canceled until September. Everyone is just so busy. Lucy Tressler would like us to know that um, we are going to begin planting the vegetable garden for the food cupboard and harvest dinner on Wednesday, May 25th at 10 a.m., Rain date is Thursday, the 26th. And then we will be working out there each Wednesday from 10 on in the morning. She also said that if you have extra plants or flowers, anything that you're not going to use and you want to bring, we'll get those planted also. But we can use any help. (laughs) Um, Also, Sandy asked us to say a big thank you for the hundred and sixty-five dollars that we raised for Jasmine's voice. Thank you very much. Appreciate um, it. there are other announc oh, announce. There are two tables of goodies and lots of eggs, good until 5 30 22 in the gymnasium. Please take all that you can. Phyllis has requested that. Other announcements are in your bulletin. We have a thank you. It said, um, okay. I'm not sure what this says, Sheila, from Pat Duday.
0: Maybe nothing to read. Go ahead with the next one. Okay. I'm no.
1: No. Okay. This is uh, from the the Romanians, and it says, please attach the check for the donation for our hospitality and kindness. Also, the check for security deposit was returned. Um, Thank you again. We are looking forward to working with you in the future. They said you made it easy to feel right at home with you. Thanks for making the visit so nice. They were so gracious and um, generous and respectful. So I I hope that we can host them again. They were just marvelous. It ended up being
0: a $300 donation to our church. So that was pretty awesome.
1: Are you done, Diana? Um, Yes, the choir intro it now. One
0: minute. Um, Starting today, we have a request for prayer concerns if you would like your prayer concern in the bulletin in following weeks then we're asking you to fill out a prayer card. because what we do is we take those prayer cards we turn them into the office and then that's how they get into the bulletin for the next week if you just want to announce your prayer that's fine you're still welcome to do that but it makes it a little difficult on the liturgist to record all the information we when we don't know the spelling of your individual that you want prayed for so if you want it in the bulletin we're asking that you fill out a prayer card thank you Todd
2: hello Uh, just again a reminder we're trying to get the men's fellowship back up and running the first day would be June 11th now that is the opening day of Summerfest, so you can come here, have breakfast, and then go enjoy Summerfest. Uh, If you are interested in that, I just ask that you let me know. Um, I'll take your name down, I'll give you a call, remind you, but also just to get an idea of how many people are uh, thinking of rejoining us in that endeavor. Thank you so much.
3: You'll do fine. <laughs> so just a reminder that next week is the church has left the building. we First of all, thank you to everybody who has signed up so far. We have, like, as always, an enormous amount of people that have signed up, and we have finally identified some projects that we're going to be going out into to help into the community. Some of our um, church parishioners, and then also we do have somebody else from within the community that we're going to be helping. We have jobs for everybody. So we also have a job that we will be in the gym. We have a group of people that will be stuffing bags for Catherine Cobb. Um, What kind of bag, what were they called again? Self-care bags. (laughs) Self-care. Self-care bags. So we have some things that we're gonna be doing inside the church for people outside the church if you do not feel comfortable going out or helping. But we have um, the different jobs identified. If you have a preference, On doing something specific you could take a look at the lists and sign up in those certain jobs if you do not have a preference we'll get people assigned but we're planning on meeting here next Sunday at 930 we will divide jobs get everything ready and then head out to be at the place where you're gonna be working at by like just before 10 o'clock is that realistic no service. So this is in lieu of doing service. We will still have the option to do um, the call-in, and then I don't know if um, uh, Stony Creek still does Facebook Live, so if you wanted to still have those, that will be recorded to have um, Stony Creek service. And then we'll be back here by 12.30. Everything will be wrapped up um, at the location that you're at by like 12.15-ish to be back here by 12.30 for a lunch. And we're going to just have pizza brought in. So Anybody have questions? It's kind of like a new first thing. Wally has a question. (laughs) He probably wants to know what time snack time is. (laughs) Leslie. So as I was putting all of this together, as it was kind of like coming about, I realize that we probably should have something for the kids to do so i linda has signed up to stay back to help with the bags and help get the pizza lunch ready. While we're all out um so i'm going to think hard about putting something together for the kids i know olivia has actually said that she wants to be like doing yard work and doing raking leaves so if if the kids want to do something specifically outside we will find jobs for them wherever we're at but um we should i'll talk to linda To see if we can put something together (laughs) for the kids to do here, and then maybe like make little cards or something, and then we can deliver them afterwards, but still being part of the um, overall goal to get out into the community. Sue, they're in the the table in the back under the coat rack. We have I have the um, there's like six jobs right now total. And then, yeah, that's it. I was watching some other churches that have done this in the past and they have, they go out into the community and like help with like people in their shopping carts or help with different things just like all out in the day. So if we wear our green shirts, that would be a good thing to have everybody identify that that's who we are out in the community. So, any other questions? No. Sorry, that was long winded.
1: Please stand as you're able and join us for the call to worship. Whatever gains I had, these I have come to regard as loss because of Christ. I regard everything as loss because of the surpassing value of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. As the scriptures promise, the stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. This, this is, is the Lord's, Lord's doing, and it is amazing in our eyes. Please join us in hymn 157, Jesus. No, 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 no.
0: Flexibility Sunday. It's gonna be page 170. Oh how I love Jesus. Change was that, I not know, that in might my be thing? Change. That wasn't in yours. Oh, okay. Or so anybody thing. else's. Wow.
1: Not yet, I'll let you know Oh my goodness Our opening prayer Please join me Holy God, maker of heaven and earth Out of your great love for the world You sent us your beloved son But But we we sent him to to his death Have Have mercy mercy on on us, us, O Lord Forgive us, us, renew us Restore us so, so that we, we may be the, the people of your vineyard and bear, bear good fruit, fruit for your holy realm. Through, Through Jesus, Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Please join us in the Affirmation of Faith, number 885, in your hymnal. now. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is one true church, apostolic and universal, whose holy faith let us now declare. We We believe believe in in God the Father, infinite in wisdom, power, and love, whose mercy is over all his works, and whose will is ever directed to his children's good. We believe in Jesus Christ, Son of God and Son of Man, the gift of the Father's unfailing grace, the ground of our hope, and the promise of our deliverance from sin and death. We believe in the Holy Spirit as the divine presence in our lives, whereby we are kept in perpetual remembrance by the truth of Christ and find strength and help in time of need. We believe that this faith should manifest itself in the service of love, as set, set forth in the example of our, of our beloved Lord, Lord. to the end that the kingdom, kingdom of God, God may come upon the earth. Amen. You may be seated.
0: I did not change the next song. Oh, good. Um, at this time, we'll do our offering. Diana, would you mind taking oh, the place yeah. down? This is the third Sunday, so while we're taking the offering, we're going to also do Generosity Sunday. As you remember, at our Swiss Steak dinner, we had meals left over, and we sent meals to Catherine Cobb, and we received a thank you from them I'd like to share. On the cover, there's a seed packet in the shape of a heart, of the earth seed paper. These handmade items are from paper formed one sheet at a time in Seattle. They are made with 100% post-industrial waste and are 100% tree-free, acid, acid-free fiber. Embedded in this stock is our unique North American wildflower seed bin. The seeds will need four hours a day of direct sunlight with constant watering until established. The plants can grow as tall as three feet. The seeds include snapdragon petunia, bre- bread tongue, daisy, thyme, poppy, fox love, catchfly, maiden pinks, and ke- come- Chamomile, excuse me, plant under one quarter inch of soil, keep moist, and enjoy. And the message inside, which was signed by multiple women from the home, you plant seeds every single day in the world and in others with every thought you think and word you speak and action you take. You have influence. You are making a dent in the universe, and you matter in a very real way. A gift for all of the seeds of faith you have planted. Thinking of you, from our hearts to yours, the Catherine Cobb Safe House, the meals were amazing. We also have a jar in the back of the uh, sanctuary. We are going to collect money for Catherine Cobb this week and two weeks from today to put together those self-care bags. Um, So if you would, on the way out, drop a donation in the can, we'd appreciate it. Or the jar. Thank you. And if you would, please stand for our doxology. thank you. For these gifts that you have given us, we are just repaying you. Please use these gifts so that we can do your work in your house. Amen. Amen. Our next hymn is My Hope is Built, page 368. seated. Youth moment, as with many other things this morning, is going to be a little bit different. Our youth may come up. Today is the last day of Sunday school until fall, Um, so we will be presenting them with certificates in just a moment. This is also graduation Sunday, so I would like to highlight our graduates that you have in the bulletin first. Our first graduate is Hannah Boley, who's the granddaughter of Rick and Luann Roberts. She's graduating from high school and planning to attend Baker College for veterinary technician. Our next graduate is Nicholas Repart, who we've had join us numerous times. That's Martha's grandson and pianist assistant at times. He's also graduating from high school, Tecumseh High School, and his goal is to become an auto mechanic and he has a full-time job already at Suburban Chevy west of Sh- in Clinton. So that's exciting. You may have noticed Pam and Tom are not here with us this morning. That's because they are in North Carolina watching their granddaughter graduate from college. Kathleen, I'm not going to try to pronounce her last name. Um, earned her bachelor's in elementary education and hoping to get a job soon. The next two graduates are my granddarlings. The first one is Jordan, who is graduating from middle school and going on to high school next year at Huron High School. Then my precious Julia, my granddaughter, is graduating elementary school and moving on to the middle school. And then we have Richard and Shirley's grandson, Evan Randolph Cadmus, who graduated from Michigan State with a a study in kinesiology and hoping to get a job in his field. Todd, would you like to recognize our Sunny School students?
2: (laughs) Well, although here comes the judge The heroes of today are standing to my right and my left. They are definitely the backbone of the Sunday school. Would you like? We do have one Bible that we are privileged to uh, present. That is Emma. Is Emma? Yep, Emma Coulter. And so she also receives a Bible this year, and we hope that you are able to enjoy that.
4: They are not
5: right now signed by the pastor because he was sick and we couldn't get get the certificates to him. So they might have to be brought back in and let the pastor sign them.
6: I just want to say really quick before we do certificates that it is a pure joy for all of us to teach your... Children and grandchildren, we love what we do. We love teaching them about God. They're great kids. I think we learn as much as they do, if not more. And it is one of the great joys of my life. So thank you for an amazing year of Sunday school, kids. And I look forward to it again next year. And have a great summer full of swimming and outdoors and sunshine.
2: We have a lot of certificates, so... We'll, we probably should hold applause until the end just because yeah. it'll take a while. We have a lot of kids, which is a wonderful thing. That's a good problem to have. Uh, as Linda said, uh, Pastor Michael, there's a slot for him to sign it, and unfortunately, since he was ill, it's not signed. So we most certainly will get that done, but um, we don't have him right now. Trent Belcher, Sloan Belcher. Brock Belcher? They no. were
5: my set of triplets. They're not here today. Oh. I had a set of triplets, a set of twins. It's my fourth set of twins since I've been teaching and the first set of triplets.
2: <laughs> Zach Welday?
5: Yeah, you going to take that one.
2: Caitlin Welday? You had to get up twice. Navea Ortega. Not here. Do, they say the
5: same
2: words? Do I say the same words? No,
5: certificate. the certificates sure. say the okay. same words, but it's got your name right on right.
2: it. Right, Alea Ortega. <laughs> Isla Corpuz.
4: <laughs> Corp- yeah, Corp-
2: no. Corpino. Leland Corp- Corpusic. Corpusic, and I'm terrible at names. I'm sorry. They're
4: the
5: twins.
2: Breslin Korpusik, Zachary Gurk, Kaylee Frudenberg, Olivia Grusbeck.
6: It's coming. <laughs> it's coming, right here. Okay. Yeah, I don't mind, yeah. Okay, and then we have, I'll let you hold him in on the stream, Lexi Estrada. Logan Spencer. Logan, this is yours, big boy. Josh Spencer. Thank you, buddy. Morgan Owens. Connor Owens. You're welcome. And then we have another for Nora. She gets, uh, that's right, other one. Nora Korpusik. They're not here. We'll get her. Wally Grzybik. Thanks, buddy. And then we have two that, for my kids, Jacob and Lil, just for helping. Lily is my, just so you guys know, Lily is my helper every Sunday. Bless her little soul. And uh, Jacob fills in when Lily's not here, when she's at a friend's house. So I am grateful to my own two kids for helping out, too. And it's good for them. (laughs) Thank you.
2: And if we can, also for Linda and Kelly... Do we have a round of applause?
3: applause. Yep. Uh, Before we go,
1: I'd like to take the time for our teachers. I'd like to share this. Share the word of God is what you call to do. To share with the children what you know is true. May God always bless you and fill your days with joy as you have spread the good word to all our girls and boys.
0: Awesome.
5: Thank
3: you. Thank you.
0: And as with every good end of the year celebration, there's fun for the children in the gym. No Sunday school class, but if you'll go to the gym now, you'll get to have some fun. Oh, yes, let's do the Lord's Fair first. They can help me with that. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not in temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Now you may go have fun. Now, if you'll go to the second part of your bulletin, we'll do the second page. Are there any prayer concerns this morning before I get started?
5: your steps in here go ahead prayers for my sister Anne. she has just has not been a good year for her she's the one that had the emergency surgery where they removed the appendix to find out that they had been enlarged since 2008 showing up in tests they also removed a sac beside it which contained cancer She is doing well from that, but she's just having a terrible time talking. She has a problem with her discs, but they are still trying to find out there's days that she cannot even walk. So please pray for the pain and for the doctors. She has another specialist. And they have her on so much medication from every different doctor, she doesn't know what she's doing, and her family are just having a terrible time with it, too. So please, I know you people are such a great, do such a great job with prayers. You are just wonderful, and I thank you.
0: Thank you, Diane.
5: They never had their shots, so I'm praying for her. She's like a sister queen. to me. She's got a special need kid, too, and he's really in bad shape. Hunter and Chris and Lee, they're all in bad shape. What's, his, what's their name? Um, uh, McCain. Okay. McCain. So okay. please, yeah, please pray for them. They're in bad shape.
0: Thank you. If you join me in prayer... Heavenly Father, we come to you this morning with thanksgiving, thankful that we were allowed to wake up again today and have another day so that we could hopefully get it a little bit better than yesterday. Lord, you know there's suffering in the world. We don't need to tell you. You know what's in our hearts, Lord. So even if we don't mention our prayer concerns, you know what they are. Lord, we've lifted listed quite a few in our bulletin that we want to continue to pray for. Lord, we also want to pray for Pastor Michael, who's missed this whole week from both churches. Lord, we pray that he's soon able to come back and resume his duties, but more importantly, resume his good health. Lord, we also ask for those that are suffering, whether it be a mental or a physical illness, especially those with COVID. We ask, Lord, that you would reach down and give them your healing touch. We ask, Lord, that you protect all of our graduates, the ones that we mentioned today and the the ones that we may not be aware of. It's kind of exciting to be moving on to a new stage in their life. Be with them, Lord, and please guide them. Lord, we thank you for your son, Jesus your precious son that you gave to us and in his name we praise and thank you amen please join me for our prayer for illumination God of all wisdom give us your word and send us your spirit so that we may know Christ amen and I did change the first scripture reading for this morning it's going to be James 5 verses 7 through 11
1: And I have it. (laughs) James 5, 7 through 11 in the NIV. Be patient then, brothers and sisters, until the Lord's coming. See how the farmer waits for the land to yield its valuable crop, patiently waiting for the autumn and spring rains. You too be patient and stand firm, because the Lord's coming is near. I'm sorry I don't have The words of the words of God for the people of God and you say thanks Praise be to God.
5: God. I'm a great grandma again this Tuesday. For Matt, Mike, uh, Matt, he's a Marine down in Florida. Six pounds, five ounces. Her name is Amelia Marie Cuevas.
4: (laughs) I forgot the good news.
0: Another minor change this morning. No second scripture. So we're going to go to Lord, I lift your name on high, that is printed in your bulletin. Stand if you are able, dance if you feel so moved. seated. As I may have mentioned to some of you, in my other church, my home church, we did two services, a contemporary service and a traditional service. Our contemporary service was led by lay people. So we would sing a few praises and do a message and we were in and out in about 45 minutes. My brother ran that service and, for the most part, did most of the messages. When I found out Friday afternoon that we were without a pastor, I took liberty to steal one of his messages, excuse me, borrow one of his messages. So that's what you're going to hear this morning, his message with some tweaking done by me. Please join me in prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for the opportunity to share some words with your children. I pray that the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart are pleasing to you, Lord, our rock and redeemer. Amen. The title of the message is, What to Do When Bad Stuff Happens. Usually, during Lent, we are encouraged to renew our relationship with and their communication with God. We don't have to wait for Lent to come around or any other time of year. We can work on that right now. We feel closer to God when life is good. It's harder when life is a struggle. How many of us stumble when we think of all the tragedy and sadness that we see in the world? If you listen to the news, you hear hate and violence all over. Ukraine, people being killed in our own country, kids hurt because of violence, politicians spewing hatred against each other. We are supposed to love our neighbors, but it's hard to do with all the hatred, tragedy, and disasters around us. If that's not bad enough, we have our own struggles within our own families. Our loved ones are struggling with illness, mental or physical. They're losing their jobs or their houses and are in total despair. Ever been there? I know I have. But when we find ourselves struggling, we need to remember how big our God is. In his first letter to the church in Corinth, Paul explains how wise God is. In 1 Corinthians verse 1, excuse me, in 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 25. For the foolishness of God is wiser than human wisdom, and the weakness of God is stronger than human strength. Did you get that? So God's worst thinking is better than our best thinking. Listen to what God says about himself through the prophet Isaiah in Isaiah 55, verses eight and nine. My thoughts are nothing like your thoughts, says the Lord, and my ways are far beyond anything you could imagine. For just as the heavens are higher than the earth, so my ways are higher than your ways, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. So when tragedy strikes and we start asking why, we need to remember that we are asking for information that we are probably not even able to comprehend. It's like trying to explain trigonometry trigonometry to a child that can't even count. Please do not misunderstand me. I've had plenty of times in my life where I wondered why something had happened and thought, I just don't get it. Have you ever thought afterwards? Oh, so that's why that happened. The truth is, most of the time, we never have a clue why something happened the way it did. When my oldest son was a senior in high school, one of his best friends and a basketball teammate died in a car accident. Terry always wore a seatbelt. However, the day he died, he was in a car with only four seat belts, and there were five kids in the car. He sat in the middle of the back seat without a seatbelt. The car was in an accident, and Terry was the only one who was even hurt, and he died. I just knew that why was to send the message to his classmates to always wear their seatbelt. Unfortunately, it didn't work on my own son. He balked at having to wear one. It might have been to bring a community together. You see, Terry was a young black man attending a predominantly white high school, living with a white family after his family decided to return to Detroit. He wanted to stay so he could finish high school. That funeral was one of the largest I have ever attended. The church was packed. He attended a local church, but had attended a church in Detroit before moving to Huron. Both pastors spoke. That day, there was no color, just two friends, two families, and friends grieving a tremendous loss. Truth be told, even when we think we've figured out the why, really all we've done is stumble across an answer that satisfies us. We still really don't know if that's the reason or not. We won't know for sure until we get to heaven, if even then. So what are we to do when events cause us to ask why? And also understand that we may never know the why. What do we do with that need to know? I suggest that we need to channel that why energy into a reliance on the promises of God. When we are soul sick, wondering why, we need to find rest and healing in God's promises. But here's the rub. If you don't know his promises, then it's really hard to rely on them. Therefore, we need to turn to the Bible, God's word. Here's a couple of his promises. Romans 8, verses 28. And we know that all things work together for God to those who... Excuse me, let me start over. And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. Joshua 1.9, be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And this is the one I often use. Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. You may find or have other scriptures that are meaningful to you. Focusing on God's promises can help us through those times in life when we are feeling buffeted and battered by life's catastrophes and tragedies. I'm sure many of you have heard of Reverend Rick Warren. He was closing out a series about dealing with a life crisis. It could have been your own or maybe someone else's that you're trying to help through and he shared the story of king david and bathsheba from second samuel i'm sure that most of you are familiar with that story but allow me to set the stage a bit king david was overcome with desire when he saw one of the general's wives taking a bath now this inadvertent peep show was not where david went wrong he could have survived that sin Unfortunately, things did not stop there. He had Bathsheba brought to him, and she ultimately became pregnant. King David just continued making bad choices. In an effort to cover it all up, he ordered Bathsheba's husband to be sent to the front lines where fighting was most fierce. Her husband was killed. Now, fast forward a few months, and Bathsheba has given birth to David's son. Unfortunately, the baby becomes ill. The king is beside himself. According to Second Samuel chapter 12, verses 16 and 17, David pleaded with God for the child. He fasted and spent the nights lying in sackcloth on the ground. The elders of his household stood beside him to get him up from the ground, but he refused and he would not eat any food with them. On the seventh day, the child died. The king's advisors were afraid to inform the king for fear of what he might do. When King David saw the advisors whispering among themselves, he called out, is the child dead? After being informed that the child had passed, King David got up, washed, put lotion on his body, got dressed, and went to the house of worship. The king's advisors were shocked that the king was holding it together and asked for an explanation. The king explained, While the child was alive, I pleaded for God to spare him. Now that he is gone, what good does it do to mourn? Will it bring the child back to me? I will one day go to where he is, but he will never return to me." Pastor Rick went on to explain that anytime you are dealing with a crisis, tragedy, three things happen. Regardless of whether you are dealing with your own tragedy or helping someone else with theirs, the first thing is acceptance. You need to accept that whatever bad thing has happened really did happen, and wishing it away will not change that. Secondly, you need to stop playing it up and start praying it up. What this means is, no matter how bad, how tragic your circumstances, if you are alive and suffering, there is still hope. Your life is you. know it may know it now may it your life as you know it may seem over but it's not it's just changed and it's time to start praying God is with you focus on what is left in your life not on what was lost or changed if you lost a loved one focus on the fact that for him or her Life's inevitable trials and tribulations have stopped. Focus on the memories you have of the good time that you shared with them. Back to David. He accepted that fact. He got back to living and worshiping his God. If you continued reading chapter 12, you'll see that Davis, David, King David, focused on what he had, not what on what he lost. Bathsheba bore him another son. His name was Solomon and he became the wisest ruler the world had ever known. None of us will get through this life without experiencing at least some trouble and a crisis or two. Inevitably, some will experience more than others. Just like about every other venture worth attempting, This one should start with the word of God. Read the scriptures so that you will know about God's promises. When we stop getting bogged down in the why and start focusing on God's promises for us, then we can begin to move through the storm to the other side. Yesterday as I was driving and thinking about this message and listening to a Christian radio station, God spoke to me. I heard a song by John Reddick called God Turn It Around. I thought it was perfect for this message. So I'll leave you with some of the words from the song. I've written it so that it could be used as a prayer in case you need something the next time you are going through a song. I've cut out a lot of the lyrics. So please bear with me. I hope he won't mind. I'm praying, God, come and turn this thing around. God, turn it around. I'm calling on the name that changes everything. God, turn it around. All of my hope is in the name of Jesus. Breakthrough will come in the name of Jesus. I'm praying, God, come and turn this thing around. God, turn it around. He's up to something. God is doing something right now. He's healing someone. He's saving someone. God is doing something right now. He is moving mountains. He is making a way for someone. God is doing something right now. All of my hope is in the name. I'm praying, God. Come and turn this thing around. God, turn this thing around. Amen. Sometimes we feel the need for prayer, but just don't know what to say. If that happens, just say, Jesus, or God, or Father, or whatever you call him. He already knows what's in your heart. Amen. Our closing song, as always when I preach, is We Believe. The words are in the back of your second packet.
2: In
7: this time of desperation, all we know is doubt and fear There is a
0: As our benediction today, I'd like to close with James, chapter 1, verses 2 and 4, and a prayer. Dear brothers and sisters, when troubles come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. For you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow, for when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. Lord, we thank you for staying with us through all our storms. Help strengthen us, grow our endurance, and help us help each other through the storms until the day we are fully developed and with you. Amen.